Hello and welcome to another podcast of Black Father Stand Up ZA. My name is Stan Yembezi. I'm a father to a little handsome man. He's three years old. His name is Luanga. Well, this is a podcast that promotes fatherhood, trying to change the stereotypes and the narratives about black fathers by engaging in different topics that affects fathers and black communities at large. Also, our aim is to inspire absent fathers to step up and be involved in their children's life. Today, I have three fathers who have joined us to discuss these stereotypes about fathers. Jens, welcome to Black Father Stand Up ZA podcast. Please introduce yourself. My name is Bantum Chiselo, and I am a father to a two and a half year old son, Louis Fuyo. And I love being a father, and I'm inspired by other young fathers who are active in their children's lives and are not ashamed of being there and making fools of themselves in raising their kids. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to be part of this initiative to learn and also to share my views on different ways of raising kids. My name is Buntu Kupe. I am a father of a two-year-old boy. We are expecting another boy sometime this month or next month. The reason why I am really into this initiative is because I like the fact that it's, it's raising awareness to black fathers out there. It's uh, educating without judging and just supporting and giving um, each and every black father out there the, the, the image of what it is to be a good father and how examples that we should follow to, for each other. And that's my reason that I love this movement. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Lazola Tutani. Uh, I'm also a father of a little girl. Uh, she's almost two. And I'm a husband to my wife. Uh, we almost married now for two years. And um, yeah, I'm just happy to be a part of this uh, network of uh, like-minded uh, fathers uh, because I'm, I'm really passionate about giving back to our community and more so the development of uh, black fathers in trying to change the narrative around fatherhood and trying to build the, the black community uh, as a whole. Thanks, Jens. Let's get into it. There are societal stereotypes and definitions about fatherhood and what a father should be like and what a father should behave like. When, personally, what have you experienced about fatherhood that goes against societal stereotypes or expectations? For me personally, I've experienced it both within my family and also outside of my family. I remember the first time we went home with my wife and our son, uh, they were seeing him for the first time. He needed to be changed and he needed a bottle as well. So I jumped to prepare the things because for me, that's a normal thing for me to do. And a person at home who's part of the family was stunned that I was actually running around and my wife was sitting down. And he asked me why I'm doing it and my wife is not doing anything. And I told him I, I made the child. So it is also my responsibility in making sure that my boy is um, changed and he eats because I made the baby. And it's also my responsibility as a father to take care of him. And the second um, incident was when I was visiting my aunt in George with my family. A young boy was buying diapers and baby stuff. He was very embarrassed because his friends were putting so much pressure on him because he's a father 
and they saw this thing as a taboo he was not supposed to be seen in public carrying baby stuff so i went to him and i told him you have to stand in this line with pride you were able to make the baby and now you're taking a responsibility by providing for this child and now the next step is for you to make sure that you're physically there even if it means that you have to be uh, made fun of by your friends coming to this store to buy the baby things because it's like being at a store buying uh, uh, sanitary towels for your wife and someone is telling you you're not supposed to be there buying those things so stereotypes for me they don't really work i always go outside the box of what people are boxing what a father should be i travel with my son alone long distances from other countries to other countries and for me that's normal and people find it as something that is not normal for me it is normal um so i i think it's important for us to go against stereotypes because who said we can't feed our babies who said we cannot play with our children who said we cannot bath with our kids oh powerful points bandu and um uh... I can totally relate with, with the points that you're raising. However, where I would like to touch on is, is the is a masculinity or the hyper masculinity that is associated with fatherhood, where there is this narrative that as a father you need to totally disengage from your child. You need to be this tough authoritarian figure in the household that is emotionless not engage with your child and uh, i think for me it, it 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 goes way back you know as i always say it 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 goes way back to ancient times where there were there were still hunters and gatherers and the males were hunting and the females were taking care of the children so i feel like from generations to generations it's it's been passed down that this is what is expected of the father and this is what is expected of the mother however being the man that i am and being raised by predominantly a female i've learned that that's nothing but just an illusion you know and that's why for me i i go against the stereotype by playing with my daughter in public and rolling around in grass with her and not being ashamed of how others will perceive me as being a black big black man that is hyper that is appearing to be very masculine but is doing things that are going against that because i feel like you know it is our responsibility as this new age fathers to really engage on a deeper level with our children because playing with your child and engaging with your child doesn't make you less of a man in fact it makes you less more of a man because you are able to build a strong bond with your child so that's that's just one um, aspect um, that i feel very proud of with me in terms of the social stereotypes that have been created by um society as a whole as soon as i became a father there's something that really shocked me which because i have a nephew that i used to help my my mother or his mother were raising him and i learned how to change a nappy as from the age of 11 so the moment i had a child it came naturally that this is how you change a diaper it was almost a shocker to like the society that a man can actually change a child's diaper from the get go from birth um i feel that society is more expected to leave that duty to the female and the man will know it once the child is around let's say 6 months or even older or be it even doing it so i feel those nurturing 
attributes are not attached to men and that is the societal uh, stereotypes i'd say that have been created and i feel that i have gone against and i will continue to go against because if my child needs to be changed i will change him if there's a changing room there i will not expect my wife to do it another thing i feel in terms of things like playing with your child being expressive kissing my boy um being expressive like telling him i love him or hugging him picking him up and just assuring him saying yes those kind of reactions are not normally expected from black men in terms of being very expressive with your child i think it's also because we are brought up um in a in a society or a generation that ha- is not used to that but i will commend the the generation of now it's really changing i'd say even in the past 10 years i've seen it changing so i commend that the generation is changing in that sense in terms of being more expressive and nurturing our children in that regard so those are the social stereotypes that are not expected of men that i feel that it is my duty as a father to break those barriers funny enough though talking about these stereotypes the shopping centers or shopping malls most of them have changing rooms for mom and baby or mom and toddler but you hardly find something for dad and baby even the parking lot you will find mom and toddler or mom and tots in a way this might be perpetuating these stereotypes about fathers that are not able to nurture or take care of their of their kids or children caregiving role is still highly associated with women why in this day and age why is it still seen taboo for dads to nurture their children why is it still seen taboo for dads to play the caregiving role or to to parent or being involved in their children's life even tinamatos i want dads behlamba bantwana behlala nabo besenza silly things the activity involved the women bantwana babo sithi bakisiwe oba ke bengayibonanga why is it still taboo for dad to play the nurturing role are we not capable as dads are we not capable as fathers yeah i know it's uh <laughs> this is a very crucial point that you are raising it is uh something that that comes way back you know before we, we we look at it now it is very important for us to look at where it comes from you know fathers or men were associated with masculinity and uh, being the, the 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 hunters and and the protectors and for that they had to be tough and the women were at the time the ones that made food and cared for the children and all of that so they had to nurture now in today's time things have changed like as men we no longer have to go and hunt for food we buy food so we are still or there, there, there's still an expectation from society for us to behave like we used to behave 200 years ago whereas things have changed now you know so i feel like you know it's important for the society also to understand that we live in a modern world where both the mother and the father have an equal share in the household and therefore it is equally important for the father also be the nurturing you know and 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 to show affection because these things tend to build uh umdana you know that there's nothing that a child wants more than than to know that utata wake uyamthanda because 
a father's love and a nurturing father has a bigger impact in the, in the life of a girl child and a boy child because it builds confidence and it gives them this assurance that you know my father approves my father loves me and they walk into the world with an extra uh, spring on their step you know so i feel like he, those historical barriers are what are hindering society today and i feel like by us living and being nurturing now we can actively break those stereotypes wow lazola thanks for those good points um from my side i think um the the role of mothers that um to be the nurturer more than the fathers the reason why it's seen as taboo for mostly black fathers to nurture their ch- their child or their children is mo- mostly because of pressure of society within the black community pressure from even family members that um when you are affectionate when you are left with the child when you are doing more of the motherly roles you are seen as either inverted commas useless uh you are seen as not a breadwinner you are seen as um less masculine you are seen as sometimes as if ujisiwe banjwenge mbumlo those kind of terms so um i think the reason why it is taboo it's those things also contribute to to why it is seen as taboo and the fact that it is a generational thing um our fathers saw from their grandfathers from their fathers and therefore we will see from them and it depends whether we will allow our children to see that trait carrying on so i think it is up to us to break that taboo because the only way that this taboo will carry on is if we also continue to perpetuate it with our children's lives so mostly because of what we see and therefore what we do that is how this um nurturing role is highly associated with mothers that's what i think now how i see it <laughs> women are seen as nurturers or caregivers and we as men are seen as um babysitters the reason why i'm saying that i remember i was sitting ufuyo had a when we were home had a, an ear infection so we had to find a doctor and the doctor was in a mall a tiny um practice so we're sitting at the reception area and i'm trying to fill in the forms that are needed and ufuyo is sitting on the counter my wife is sitting down this guy comes in from outside seeing me with my son comes in abechati azamuzitetisa and be awkward and then he finally asked me what he wants to ask me and ask are you babysitting this weekend and i was like what do you mean how can i babysit my own child because this is my child i'm not a babysitter when i'm with my child i'm raising my child so it ended up being an argument that escalated to almost being in a fight because he was trying to show his masculinity um to a point where he told me and uyile entabeni um he he's not like me ndizalwa ngempumlo and i was like ndiyindoda ndo and it is my responsibility for me to be with my son and take care of him and nurture my son without my wife being present even uh he realized that i'm married to a german woman and he started making nasty comments trying to disempower me in his way and i told him 
he should not reflect his weakness on me. I am a strong Xhosa black man who ozazi indabazake and I am doing what I'm doing because I want to do it. I am not forced to do it. About the the the, the issue of um, malls as well in because it's it's a society that is not ready or not willing to see men as nurturers in germany you find baby stations almost everywhere in men's bathroom men just take their diaper bags put their babies there change their babies and leave and that's normal and i remember when i was at the or tambo airport traveling with my son which was also another issue which is a story for another day traveling with my son for 10 hours back visiting at home and i was changing my son and people were so shocked and 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 trying to figure out where the mother is or the is the mother in the toilet or is the mother somewhere is the mother coming i was like but why are you expecting a mother to be with me when i'm with my son i can go with my son anywhere and raise my son and nurture my son anywhere and 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 however i want uh, my last point is that i believe that men and women equally have the abilities and the traits to be nurturers if you know that the penguins the penguins women go and find fish while the men are are, are, are remaining behind to keep the eggs warm so they hatch so if nature can do that why can't we do it as 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 people because nature and us are no different we are one thing so i i i think nurturing is part of who we are but people in the society they reflecting their lack and 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 sometimes weakness of not being able to do what someone can do and then they try to instill that fear um that no you're not enough when you do this men can also nurture as well that's what i'm getting from this uh discussion when from this dialogue uh also gents there seem to be a lack of open line communication between abandwana notata babo sele ubnana ehlala notata ke under one roof yobona sometimes ba lomdana uyamoyiku tata goba utata sometimes he seems emotionless when he he brings fear um on the other hand utata yena he thinks that is laying foundation when he ground when he laws of this house what are some of the parental styles or ways that we can use as young dads in raising our kids bangasoyiki bakwazi uzokuthetha nandona you know babe open with us so that ngabe because impisho kanye kube kube trust no loyalty in between china labantwana bethu and nabantwana bethu bastrust and nabantwana bethu nathi sibathe trust well um firstly before we get into e imbendulo or our solutions i feel that it's also imperative that singai judge the previous generation on how they raised or how they believed was the correct way because in their sincerity they believed that that was what was right and manenzike abantwana abaphume kakuhle with that kind of um ukhuliswa yabo indlela yokhuliswa so um i feel that we should also commend where the correct ways of the past were but also improve where we think there, there is need for improvement in terms of the, the the fear factor which is instilled by in that type of um in that type of kulisumdana parental styles that i think from my side 
um, would would contribute in changing that. Because fear, open line communication. I feel from the very start, when you are doing small things with them, whether it be I feel that's the first thing. They must see that there is some kind of communication. And then lo and to when they are a toddler, continue that culture of communicating with them so that he, they, 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 they laugh, they, they're comfortable with you. When they talk, also now we get on their level and be excited when they are excited. So I feel that it's also feeding off each other's emotions. That's the first thing. And then thereafter, the, the moment I feel that again, that's where you use your emotional intelligence as umdom dala, ube open, like ube ube reachable, and aguazi, like angagoyiki. The way you speak to them when they make a mistake, let them realize that it is okay to make a mistake. That uh, that they are human. If we say classy, be conscious of how you react because those are the small things that make them anxious, that make them see. But okay, bandenzele mistake, pamgotata. Is gonna freak out, so that affects the communication between you guys going forward. So I feel that this is mainly that contributes to the communication factor going forward. parental style of not having anxiety around the house. Those contribute to the bigger communication, in the end. So that's just my advice. But from the developmental stages, just try to make environment comfortable try to make it more human try to make it reachable mistakes happen let them understand that that our we are all here to learn and then everything will just fall into place going forward for me it is something that i'm still trying to learn the reaction part um and being aware of how i react there there was a time where i used to say no a lot and um, we talked about it maybe we should start saying no lesser than we used to because will think that everything ends are you wrong we should allow him to do things as long as he's not going to harm himself or harm anyone but tell him that this is not how you're supposed to do it so I try to, to always be cautious of how I react when he's doing something and he doesn't stop. He knows um, I have a certain look when I'm really serious when I say no. I just look at him and my, my, my spectacles bust in boomlin and I just, just give him a jab and he knows that he needs to stop. My wife is also teaching me a lot in terms of when I discipline him because when I discipline him or my wife disciplines him, he, he cries because he, he sometimes he, we are manipulated just to, um, to play with your mind. Um, that when I discipline him and he reacts like that, I have to go and say, I'm sorry, you were not supposed to do that. That's not how I was raised. Imagine I do something and my grandmother just gives me a hiding or disciplines me and comes and say, I'm sorry. That will never, ever, ever, ever happen. 
but it's something that we need to be aware of our reactions how we we rectify that we we see but as um so that they don't think that everything utata will be there shouting or just having some um dramatic reactions yes there are times where because as parenting is, is is one um hectic sport sometimes you are so tired and you can't really say ah no don't do this my son don't do this my daughter this is wrong sometimes there comes the time you come by it's too much but we need to be really aware at all times and try and reduce reactions that will make them scared all the time and also when we discipline them if i can put it that way um reactions it basically we need to be aware of how we react i hope i make sense <laughs> well my part is he points in his big chances i will try and then just add a few cents as well from my part i totally agree with what Ubuntu was saying that you know the previous method of communication of the older generation um yeah we should not always try and, and diss it because yeah, it, it has worked in some cases it hasn't so i think now i've experienced it firsthand with, with my mother who who raised us applying what was applied to her by my grandfather was a very strong man and he was a very he was those old school leaders uh, traditional type so <clears throat> i remember uh, the early stages of our life of my life my mother was approached or using that stricter disciplinary inside i guess mainly due to the fact that i was a very naughty child like uh, i was the type that was burning uh, stuff in the house um, there was experiments at tv to see how it will react leaving holes all over the house and pouring paint on dogs um, to see if the paint will go away or not so I think my mother had to have a firm hand in those early stages but I think something changed when she noticed but the harder she hit me and the the more she was firmer with me, the worse I became. Then I, I suddenly saw a change in her when she started not saying, or she started talking more than hitting, and she started reasoning with me. It was it was such a shock. I remember the first time she did it, I think that more she, and she just stood there. She didn't hit me. She said, I'm on Yo, I, I, I wanted to cry that day. So that transition for her, moving away from what, she knew as right and formulating her own way showed me what communication means because i think at the time i think i was about 10 when that transition happened and then after that we started talking and when i wanted stuff for christmas she would make me understand and when i got number to compensate for it because financially as poor right those conversations actually built me because it got to a point when music she used to share with me the finances are how 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 things are and the sacrifices that she was making 
to pay for his school fees. Like that type of openness in communication really built our relationship and really assisted me in formulating my own parenting method, which is having a clear, open line communication where I can be vulnerable and I can be understanding, you know, with my own child. Of course, and I can't conceptualize oh, because, you know, at this stage, it's all about being present. But for me, is to be uh, the type of father that is able to listen with understanding and not impose my own values, but try and be there and be umdu that can be a sounding board for Undanam. You know, in a similar way that my mother was with me, but obviously not the same way, but in my own unique way. So that is how I perceive the the communication uh, for myself and going forward with my children. Yeah, no, let's continue with the open line communication so that they have trust in us and also they be able to speak to us whatever issues that they might go through gentlemen unfortunately due to time we'll have to leave it there today but thank you so much for your contribution we really appreciate it um until the next episode also don't forget to check us out on social media we are on facebook black father stand up za on facebook on instagram black father stand up za and also you can send us an email at black father stand up at gmail.com please also don't forget to like this podcast or leave comments we'll really appreciate to hear from you share it with your friends or loved ones we'll really appreciate that 